0: Personal coach and trusted attorney, Andrew Lee, who will help you get started in
1: building your real estate empire, grow your self confidence, find your grit, and get the skills needed to dominate the real estate world. This is Real Estate Investing with Andrew Lee. I am so excited right now. I just got an alert on my phone in the break, Lauren. My Stitch Fix order is coming in right now. You know, seriously, (laughs) I am like addicted now. And especially since like, I feel like uh, there's an issue with getting the nip and tuck. So I can't get the lipo going. So I need, do you know what I got at the Stitch Fix? Wait,
0: hold on. Let's just explain to everybody what Stitch Fix is because not everybody knows.
1: When it comes to being a fashionista, a maxinista, you tell us.
0: Well, nobody wants to go shopping right now because of COVID. So you're ordering your clothes Online and in different services. Stitch Fix is one of those services where you fill out the profile, your size, your colors, your style, and they send you a box of stuff. You keep what you want. I'm going to tell them return, the best part. I got it. No,
1: no, no, no. You didn't even say the best part. Have you ever played Hot or Not? You ever play that game when you're like children no no so like you know on the cell phone and you could see you could see different people and you could swipe left if they're hot swipe right I think that's like Grinder or whatever what do they have sure. Tinder like I'm, Lauren and I um, were together before there was like internet dating so I'm not really sure we're about it.
0: we're not this. in the know we're not you in the know have a guess but there was
1: I've stolen some of my cousin's cell phones that are on these apps and I play for them and you swipe left if they're good looking you swipe white right if they're not good looking so Stitch Fix does that with the clothing so they show you all all the clothing and you can be like, ugh, ugh. Like, I don't
0: like leopard print. I do like leopard print.
1: There was this thong? No, I'm just playing. So anyway, yeah. here's the Thanks. thing. Stitch You're looking fixed. at thongs? Well, sometimes, you know, it's bikini season. So I-, I just, I watch my weight. So here's where we are. Ready? they do. No, Andre. so here's what here's what I really want to tell you. I got my last stitch fix in, and I am having a predicament. And I'm hoping, Lauren, you're going to help me because I can't get I can't get the light suction. I got these awesome jeans, right? Mm-hmm. But they have an elastic elasticity. I've never worn elasticity like jeans jeggings. I, I guess like no, they're, they're, they're not tight. They're, they're not like no, loose. they're not tight. They're like loose normal jeans. But like what happens is the waist is a little elastic, and as the day goes on, it start I start feeling like I'm, What do oh. they call those people? The the that wear the the pants below the the tushy. I think
0: we could say those things on the radio. So I
1: was, I was like a, a pants below the tushy by the end of the day, and I wasn't trying to do it. I just kept pulling it up. Listen,
0: so, I have a solution. Tell me. Don't put your cell phone in your pocket. It just pulls it all down. You need to have a cell Keys phone. He too and
1: wallet. Like I, I'm going to need a man purse. So what do they call oh, that? You
0: can get that at Stitch Fix. I
1: should get. So anyway, Stitch Fix and Lauren's telling you this. I, I think it's interesting that we're shifting to buying stuff online. All sorts of stuff, not just Stitch Fix. There's other apps. Is one where you can get a laser measurement of yourself with a stitch fix. I was using measuring tape to figure out my sizes, but it's pretty cool. But what's happening is you're seeing stores like JCPenney and Sears and stores like that. They're all bye, 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 bye. Yeah.
0: I was waiting for that to happen even before COVID, but the coolest thing is actually happening to for me to see this happening in real estate.
1: One second. You're saying it's cool that we no longer have Sears and Robro?
0: I think they were dated. I think they didn't keep up with the times.
1: What's interesting is they started off with the catalog. I don't know if you know, the Sears catalog. And you would think that they were the most pliable to understand about doing a distance type sale. They They should have been called Amazon. But you know what's happening now, Lauren? Amazon's taking their spots.
0: Of course, Amazon is. Tell us a little oh, about that. Oh, Amazon. So the biggest malls in the country are owned by Simon Malls and they usually have this big anchor spot, which was JCPenney's or Sears.
1: What's really an anchor spot though? Like what are you getting at? So what do you, when you're saying well, an anchor spot, the most you're saying
0: traffic, the most people coming in and out of a store that brings other people to the little stores.
1: So when you own a strip center, like Lauren and I have a strip center, which is like a baby mall. If you own a mall. You need someone to draw all the other stores. In fact, did you know, in leases, when you do mall leasing, what you do is that the tenants say, if the anchor is closed for a certain period of time, my rent goes down drastically. And if the anchor doesn't come back, my rent allows me to cancel my lease. Did you know that? So a big aspect when you're doing leasing for these types of properties is reliant on the anchor's draw. One of the most interesting stories I ever read, and I wish I knew his name. I can't remember off the top of my head. His parents own some sort of rental car company, but he's a major developer and he's in the West Coast. And what he invented, I thought this was fascinating, is instead of having a straight strip center, you know how you go to a strip center and they're straight and then you have all the parking spots behind it because that maximizes parking. And Logistically, if you're trying to get the most parking and use of your square footage, straight strip center makes sense. But you know what he said? I'm going to make curved strip centers. And the reason is that when you have a curved everyone can see from the anchor store when they come there, all the other stores, which increases rents to all the other stores. He invented this thing. I thought that was very cool because the anchor store is how you drive all the other tenants to go there. So when a tenant's looking at one of our strip centers, we say, Hey, did you know, like we have a big training center in one of our places. We say, did you know they have 50 people come to trainings every week? So then you're going to have foot traffic that go to your nail salon. So you should pay more for your nail salon than in another strip center because all these people are walking by your front door.
0: Yeah, people looking in the windows. So in malls, the anchor store is the most important store, but times are changing.
1: And so what malls are doing now is they're in talks right now. Amazon is in talks with Simon Property Group. That's America's biggest mall. And what they're talking about is making it into Amazon warehouses. And you say to yourself, a filming center, I don't know if you know, but perhaps the biggest booming industry pre-COVID after COVID in real estate was doing these fulfillment centers. Being in, Everybody
0: orders things online. Where where do the products come from?
1: Industrial space was the key. So then you can have... The, so what what is Amazon doing? I'm not going to industrial space. I'm going to reinvent the mall. But my question, and Amazon, I'd like you to tell me this because it's all about me. How are you going to get people to come to the mall now? How are you going to have people come to the mall?
0: Well, they are very, very smart. So I think this taking over JCPenney's and Sears, this is just a short-term strategy. There has to be a long-term play here.
1: And what you're saying is by Simon Malls. So what we're saying is we're going to see more gyms coming to malls. We're going to see more activities. Like, I don't know if you remember when the Hartford Whalers, back to my Islander thing, they used to play in a mall in Connecticut, like having the draws at the malls for the other stores, because otherwise, while the mall might do well with the JCPenney and Sears space by not having a draw what is the rest of the tenants going to do so i wonder amazon are you going to have displays are you going to have cool things are you going to have sit on grandpa bezos's lap and pray to be part of his family <laughs> grandpa bezos like it's, i don't want to go who cares about going to go sit on um on uh, on santa claus's lap like he has the north pole bezos owns the world Grandpa Bezos, write me in your will. That's what I want to say. I think
0: people still want to touch and feel products. So I'm hoping that Amazon lets you do that.
1: I just also wonder, is the mall zoned properly to have warehouse space? Because at the end of the day, the mall is really a retail establishment. So you're going to have to check whether they're going to have to. So as you know, in commercial, each district, each zoning district, which is a subdivision of the town, has certain things you can do there. And certain things you can't. You ever drive down a block and you go, they should put a bowling alley there. They should have a new restaurant there. Well, they can't because the law doesn't allow them to. There's these concepts called doing a use variance, which means changing the current zoning just for one particular purpose at one particular time. And you need to make an application. And if a hard chef self-created, you're not going to get it. You don't need to know that. Then there's another thing called upzoning, which says, let's move this district to a new district, and you could have all the new rights. But here's my question. This is what I want to know. Did anyone ever consider maybe the malls can't have warehouses? Because I would think those are separate zoning. You know who learned that the hard way, Lauren? In New York City, I don't know if you saw this, the Daily News was reporting. I want everyone to hear the number I'm about to say. A hotel, no, not a hotel, not a hotel, not a hotel. A building in Manhattan was fined $290 million. Ouch. For doing illegal short-term rentals. An illegal short-term rental means you're operating a hotel in a not-hotel. So what they did is they said, we don't care that hotels have to have clean sheets. That's a law for hotels, just so you know. We don't care that hotels have to have safe boxes, safety boxes, you know, where you have put your jewelry and stuff. We don't care that a hotel has to offer certain soaps. There's lots about what I've written an article about the difference between a hotel and a non-hotel on our blog. You can go find it. it's not on our blog, but you can find all our articles if you go to the Libet Law website. I wrote an article about this, and they said. We don't care that we're not zoned as a hotel. We're going to do it anyway.
0: Well, $290 million, I think you might think twice next time.
1: So you got to check this out. In the New York Daily News, they're reporting the city was acting on complaints from Imperial Court Hotel residents. That's what they call it. I don't know if it's so imperial to have a legal aspect, who were regularly smoking cigarettes and marijuana. And this smoke seeped into someone's room, and that person made the complaint $290 million later. And I want you to know something. I want you to know something. I'm reading in the post, same week, that people are starting to go rent out or buy, rent out or buy second homes to use as offices. And I'm thinking to myself the same thing. What happens when you go, you're a, a dentist and you go get a second home for an office? You're a psychologist and you get a second home for an office? What happens if you're a computer programmer and you get a second home for an office? And one of the neighbors goes, I think they're operating a business there. And they go complain, first of all, I imagine the co-ops and condos bylaws, you know, those rules for the co-ops and condos don't permit it whatsoever. But assuming they did, I'm 99.9% sure the city isn't going to allow it. $290 million. $290 million. So what I want everyone to do is sit on your couch, take out your phone, and say to yourself, should I get my clothes on Stitch Fix? (laughs) No, seriously, these stretch pants were so comfortable the first half of the day, Lauren. I want you to know, and I no longer need to go get plastic surgery. The liposuction's not necessary. We're all home anyway. I can be a couch potato because this is Islanders hockey season, and I can't even get to the game anyway, so I'm watching Islanders hockey. We are going to win the cup. That's all I can tell you. Let's go, Islanders. Let's go, Islanders. We will be right back after the commercial break. Stay with us. Have you ever dreamed of owning a rental property, flipping a home, opening a successful business? This is Real Estate Investing with Andrew Lee.